Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, and joining me all the way across the Atlantic Ocean, where all the storms are, is the gold standard in ghost hunting, Mr. Steve Parson. Good evening, and I'm not in my usual office tonight, so oh. if my signal's a bit crazy, I apologize. Oh, sound like wind and stuff. You on the beach somewhere? I, I'm, I'm stood on the edge of a beach uh, under a nearly full moon and a high tide and um, next to a haunted house. Looking for Nessie? Uh, no, I'm actually looking for a ghost. Really? Yep, been doing it for the last two nights. Oh, well, 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 we have to learn, tell us Stake, a little bit more about staking this. Staking out a road ghost. A road ghost? Yeah, a road, road, not rogue. Oh, that might be a rogue. Yeah, it could be a rogue, rogue. you don't know. It could a be a rogue, rogue road. Road, 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 yeah, road ghost. Road, road, yeah. <laughs> road, 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 your ghost. Yeah, yeah something like that. <laughs> so what's it's the story on this thing? <clears throat> well, we're, um, we're in North Wales uh, uh-huh. on our annual vacation. And I heard tales tell of um, sightings of a white vaporous figure uh, just on the road in the bay round the round from where we're staying. So needing a decent signal, I thought I'll kill two birds with one stone. And um, I've been staking it out for the last three nights because apparently it's seen between sunset and midnight by people going back to their camper vans and holiday homes and so being a good ghost hunter um not believing yeah there i am trying to find out whether you know it's all about what people saw and i thought well i'm here um i might as well go and check it out so that's what i'm doing most excellent most excellent so there you go live from a ghost hunt tonight so are you on, in, what's that, in the, in the, oh, I can never say that island. Anglesey. Anglesey, yes. Are you there? Yes, we're, we're on Anglesey. In the same is, that your, is that your favorite haunt? Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, it is at the moment, yeah, the boys love it. Um, beaches, sunshine. Ghosts. Got everything, ghosts, um, jet planes, it's got everything, so. There you go. There's an Excellent. RAF base just five miles down the road, so. Oh, that's that's, that keeps me busy during the day. But awesome. then uh, the lady in the local shop was telling me this this story about um, this white figure. I'd never heard it before. And, um, and you've been, been here a few for, times. I've been there a lot of times, but apparently over the last few weeks, uh, people on holiday, because we've all been in lockdown here and we still partially are, but um, people, you know, as people are, arrived here on holiday because they can't travel abroad there are more people about and people said that they've seen this white vaporous figure walking on the path that runs adjacent to the bay so i thought i'll come and check it out there you go so here i am stood on a lonely path 
Um, there's a pub about 200 yards away. There's a haunted... Even you remember better. The fa- you remember the famous haunted house that we talked about a couple of years ago? Yes, where you were there on uh, yeah. vacation. Yes, yeah. <clears throat> I'm overlooking that, and the moon's nearly full over a flat, calm sea. Not a breath of wind. Well, there's a light breeze, but... So uh, the important thing is that a is that a one of is that a traditional pub or is that one of those new fancy pubs? That they oh have no, it's very that? traditional. It's been there for two hundred years. That particular yeah. pub. So what's uh, your thoughts on these new fancy pubs they put in? Oh, we don't like them over here. Uh, they're popular, yeah. but these uh, and they're all themed. You know, they're all yeah. like this fake history, um, mock wooden beams, and mock Tudor. Yeah. And uh, but so no, sad. we're back, and it's it. it, it because it's um, a full moon, nearly full moon, and because you know the sea is flat, it's you know what it's like. You know, because you live on the coast as well, or near the coast, and uh, you know how atmospheric the coast is. Oh yeah. Before you do anything else. And, oh, absolutely uh, right. Yeah. You know, so unusually for Britain, it's not raining. Um, yes. <laughs> And we're in the middle of a proper weather warning heat wave, extreme heat warning heat wave, which we haven't had for a lot of years. So everybody looks like they're some. So when they're saying extreme heat wave, what is that in England? Like 40 degrees? No, in 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 your in your Fahrenheit dollars, it would yeah. be it would be uh, high eighties to mid nineties. Uh, okay. Now we don't get those temperatures here at all because oh, we're, really? we're, yeah. we're 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 far we're further. We we get them sort of maybe one day a year. Um, Is that know, why you don't have air conditioning there? That's why we don't have air conditioning because our normal summer temperatures are in the low seventies. Awesome. Do you have the humidity as well? Do you have the humidity? The humidity at the moment, that's the problem. Uh, the temperature isn't the problem. The pro- what's caused the problem now is we've got this big blob of hot, humid air that's come up yeah. from the Azores. And uh, it's just sitting it right... I thought you figure it came from us, but that's all right. No, not from you this time. And it's just sort of sitting right on top of us. I, as I'm talking, I'm, I'm obviously looking around, watching this uh, trackway. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's there's two people on the trackway, real people. Um, so no a trackway is what, like a road? It's just a a, dirt, a, a track through the sand dunes that runs uh, parallel to the road at the back of the bay. And okay. um, there's a car coming coming into the one of the holiday cottages. So a couple of lovers. Uh, no, I think it's a family. They've been out to uh, out for oh. a meal, but. But everything, as you can imagine, because we can't holiday abroad or travel abroad, so most people are having a vacation here at home in the UK. And the prices, as you can imagine, for the holiday accommodation has gone through the roof. Mm. <laughs> um, but it hasn't stopped people from ho- Hang on a minute. Oh, no, it's all right. Um, no seal. No, 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 it was a seal. Oh, but funnily enough, uh, no, I had I had high hopes going back to the paranormal. I had high hopes yes. for tonight because um, even you know because of the high humidity, even at these very high temperatures, because it's currently still in the high seventies, um, we've got quite a weird sea mist has formed in the last two or three hours. Oh, sweet! So, so do you have 
do you have your uh, thermal attachment for your iPhone, just in case? Uh, well, I could, but I can't use it while I'm making a radio oh. show with you. <laughs> but but I do have a video camera next to me. Uh, Excellent. It's, it's not switched on at the moment, but it's ready mm-hmm. to go should I need it. It's all set up and pointed. And um, I'm just watching, because that's what ghost hunting is, isn't it? You're just watching and waiting. You're like, I like the TV. On... Well, it's kind of like that. What's the name of that movie? The Watcher on the... Uh, yeah, but not like the ghost hunting shows on TV. Oh God, no, 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 no. no. I mean, there's always, and, always and, stuff and, happening and, then every as, two minutes. As I've as I've always said, ghost hunting is just about being there and being awake and being alert and just watching and waiting and seeing what happens. It's not about cookie experiments. It's not about Frank's boxes and cat balls or anything else. It's just about being there because if people and according to according to the witness uh, the source. Um, four or five people claim independently on different nights to have seen this white misty figure. Now, I have a theory that what we're dealing with is just sea mist blowing in. Right. Yeah, it could be. And there is, a, but I've got to prove it. I can't just have a theory right. and prove it. Or some guy smoking. Or some guy smoking or vaping as they do now. Oh, vaping, um, yep. Or, or a fire from the beach that's going <clears> up. But, but I've checked the ba- the beach out. There's nobody having a barbecue tonight. Uh-huh. So um, there is a sea mist, and it, it's forming because of the the temperature. It's forming these these sort of strata, um, and we're just underneath one. So I can see probably a mile across the bay. But if mm-hmm. I was ten feet higher, I wouldn't be able to see very far at all. Right. Because as I walk down towards the the bay. Um, you went through a very thin layer of this mist and it was only a few feet thick uh, and so, it, it knocked so your cool. visibility. And then there's another layer or two above, uh, above that as well. Right. See, the, 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 the interesting thing, there's so many atmospheric conditions. I mean, you know, when, when there is a large fire somewhere in Canada or anything, we get that smoke over here. Uh, you know, it's like, people don't know what it is. They're like, Oh, that's smoke. But I mean, even, uh, you know, you know, I live, on the river there so there are so many times you where you'll see the mist rise from the river uh mm-hmm. because the water is one temperature and the air is another temperature mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. you get some strange phenomena and mm-hmm. i would say my river if you were to look at visually at it um i would say over 50 percent of the time and i think it's even higher than that is you you'll see it going the wrong way flowing the mm-hmm. wrong way Mm-hmm. And and that of course is all to do with the wind and everything, and so it's 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 so intriguing uh, nature, and and uh, we're too quick sometimes to jump at uh, conclusions. Well, you, 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 we saw I saw on the news earlier this evening that they're giving out air quality warnings in New York because of the fires yes. in California. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and um, talking about you know I live four hundred feet above a river valley. Mm-hmm. And we often see uh, probably 60% of the days you look down, you know, in the summer, winter, you see a haze over the river or a mist over the river. And sometimes that turns into a fog and sometimes you're above the fog and sometimes you're in the fog. And sometimes there's just a burly discernible fog. But what's interesting, and it's something I noted many years ago, uh, is the number of ghosts that are associated with bridges and uh, streams yes. and yes. hollows. 
they're always near water, aren't they? And there is mm-hmm. this temperature difference. You know, in the winter, the w- rivers tend yep. to be warmer than the land. And in the summer, it can be the other way round. And mm-hmm. and a lot of the sightings of these figures seen near bridges are white, misty figures. Mm-hmm. If you look in the look in the um, the gazetteers of reports, people say, oh, I saw a, a fleeting glimpse of a white misty lady or a white figure drifting near the river. Well, I've always thought that I remember once um, I was coming back from a friend's house and I had to come back and there's a, there were several, this was when I lived up in the northwest of England, and there were several right. little hollows that you went down over a little little tiny humpback stone bridge that had been there for a thousand years and had stories about legends attached to it and white figures attached i remember i came down one night and it must have been a a similar time to now here in the uk because it's a little after 11 o'clock at night and um, i saw a white misty figure because it got caught in the headlights on on my motorcycle and uh, and I realised, you know, it was the pattern of the headlights in the white mist over the water on the bridge, blah, 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 blah. Um, but some people don't think this, you know, they see the shit and they may maybe not think about it. They maybe not see it. They react immediately and you get a story. You know, there's, in fact, as I'm looking now, I'm actually looking towards the haunted house that we talked about. If people want to know exactly what I'm talking about, simply Google Anglesey, A-N-G-L-E-S-E-Y, haunted house. Really? Now, yeah, and it's it, you'll find it so easily. Yeah. Um, now, the house, as we talked about a couple of years ago, has got, if you say to anybody... Well, before oh, we jump on our house, I want to make one more comment about your, your, the water and the, the bridges and so forth and ghosts that seen there. And and a, a lot of that is goes back to the uh, belie- beliefs that, uh, you know, water, of course, mm-hmm. traps spirits. Uh, yeah. You know, that, you know I, I've always mentioned this about, in like many many of our towns will have a north and south or an east and west cemetery. It's in, and it's not because the town's that big, but because they have like a brook, a stream running through it, and that you couldn't bring a body over a, mm-hmm. a flowing bodily water or, or else it would be captured by the, the water. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, there's a, that's where the, the basis or the, the thought is. And then of course, if, if you're aware of that and you do see Mises, some Mises, yeah, Mises, mist, then I hate you, them you know, Mises. Yeah, you know, he them Mises the pieces. You get that, uh, that, that's where a lot of that comes from. But anyway, sorry, I'm sorry. Back to your haunted house. Well, just continuing with the water for a minute. Okay, um, sure. Here in here in Britain, and particularly in uh, on the west coast, we have hundreds and hundreds of stories of water spirits that live on and near bridges. Um, and we, I mean, you think of the trolls, and I know the Native Americans have plenty of water spirit. Um, it's just about the, every culture, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, water is the one that is the most essential element of life, isn't it? Yeah. And it you know, also go from, takes takes people too. I mean, you know, people die in water. So well, is, in Wales that, in particular, um, yeah. there is an old tradition of exercising a, a troublesome ghost. Yeah. And what they do is they trap the ghost in a bottle, and then they put the bottle under a rock underneath a bridge. 
and as long as the bottle remains intact the ghost is trapped within the, the spirit or the demon uh-huh. or the ghost is trapped within so the bottle. So how do they get the bottle in the first place, Steve? Well, they have they have what are called. This is an old Welsh tradition. They, yeah, this uh, is cool. They, this is interesting. They have yeah. uh, they have uh, you know there's, there's a wise man um, or an old yeah, wise man is. wizard or and he he is the ghost layer and he lays traps for the ghost and entices the ghost into his trap, which uh, which he then throws into running water or beneath a bridge uh, below a rock and that traps the spirit. And it can't then obviously come out and torment people. But um, going back a little bit to what we were saying just before uh, is Mm -hmm. I'm looking at that haunted house, uh, which we talked about a couple of years ago, uh, because it's so everybody on the island in almost, you know, if you say to them, oh, we're in the bay with the haunted house, they all know it because it is the archetypal haunted house and we put photographs on it uh, when we talked about it a couple of years ago and if uh, people want to google it a-n-g-l-e-s-e-y haunted house they'll see it the house is has not a single ghost not one zero zip zilch um I... <laughs> nothing not a story not a nothing it just looks like the archetypal haunted house it's been used in movies. There's a there's a new book that's been published called The Anglesey Murders uh, quite recently. And it was featured on the cover of the book as the cover art for the book. Um, because it is just it abandoned looked... or is it alive? No, it act... no. no. Uh, it, it's occupied. Um, oh. You can um, it's it owned. Uh, it's owned by the same family that built it in 19 in the 1920s. Yeah, I'd copyright that image. <laughs> uh, well, unfortunately, where they built the house, they can't um, oh, because it, it towers over the bay, over the bay, uh-huh. and um, it, it it must appear in countless millions of photographs. But it just looks like it's 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 made of grey granite stone, and it it's got towers and windows on every side, and you know, just imagine the house imagine your you know your perfect haunted house if you could draw it then this would be it uh at the moment there's a the the family that own it are uh here on holiday but uh attached to it there's uh the they have a a live-in uh caretaker and he lives in a there's like a, a caretaker's cottage that's attached to it um and when then when the family aren't using it you can you can rent it it's expensive but when you actually divide the cost because it's got so many bedrooms uh-huh. um, so it, if, I think, if i come up there jan and i come there then that's what i think we if, do. i think it would, it would be affordable if you could get say 14 people it would work out oh <laughs> which okay. is a good well, hang on. I, you, you may you, you may go whoa ho 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 But a few uh, about a decade ago, before the release of the um, uh, Da Vinci Code movie, yeah, um, a bunch of us from Parascience used to have our annual training camp week, where we you know te- you know run work, work the team together and um, and we used to use we used Rosling Castle. Mm-hmm. Now, Rosslyn Castle, if we wanted to rent it for the week, 
would be horrendously expensive. But when you divide that between the 15 people that were with us in the team, um, it worked out at £20 per night. Oh, wow. So that's, yeah, that's pretty damn yeah. good, actually. <laughs> so, yeah. So, the, you know, the top line figure is high, but then mm -hmm. you can divide that down because, you know, it, and it works out then at a, at a, you know, cheaper than a hotel. So, uh, so I'm looking at the haunted house in, yes. in, um, and right next to it, there's a, a lamp pole, a telegraph pole, a wooden telegraph pole. It's quite low, half height one. Mm -hmm. uh, it connects the telephone to the haunted house. But the way, <laughs> because the moon's behind it and uh, the way the light is shining on it, it looks just like a figure standing on the hill looking out over the ocean so it's easy you can see how i mean i know it's a telegraph pole but if i if i didn't if i wasn't so familiar with the area if i hadn't been here during the day if i was just casually strolling back from the pub after having you know downing several pints and yeah. just glanced across and you know, it looks like a figure from quite a narrow you know angle uh, because because of the land you don't see it and then you do see it and then you don't see it again and you could easily i could easily imagine somebody seeing the top of this pole and imagining there's a figure there just staring out motionless staring out to the sea and it, it that's that's how a lot of ghosts start you know it's it's a momentary fleeting glimpse of something a a sighting, the imagination kicks in, the rational side doesn't bother to stop and question because the fight and flight has turned into runaway mode. And then the stories start. And we think about all of the legends. You know, we think about the legends and stories that are told to us as children that are passed from generation to generation about about everything. You know, a lot of these stories that the, that the Native Americans uh, gave to the white settlers that we give to our children that our grandparents gave to our parents the boogeyman uh, they're all you know this is how these things happen isn't it somebody sees a white mist they tell their friend they saw a ghost they're convinced they've seen a figure you know down uh, down by the stream and yes. then they tell the lady in the pub and the lady in the pub tells the lady in the shop and the lady in the shop tells me and then i'm stood out here in the middle of the night <laughs> waiting for the sea mist to is, is there a story behind it steve or no that's the intriguing part um i don't know of i i've got several books that have been written about ghosts on anglesey and there are there are as you can imagine plenty uh, but there are not. Oh, there are. Oh, yeah. The, the island has got probably, you know, it's the most haunted island in North Wales, <laughs> <laughs> to use that popular term. And yeah. um, in fact, one of the best ghost stories and one of the most uh, credible ghost stories, I'm just looking at the clock. I've got, well, yeah, I've got enough time. Um, we are about three miles north of RAF Valley on Anglesey. And um, 
RAF Valley was built in 1943 uh, because we're so far west in the Atlantic for US B-17s flying across the Atlantic, arriving in Britain to join the to join the war effort. And it was built by the Americans. While they were constructing it, they excavated, uh, while they were excavating the runway and the accommodation, they excavated a uh, Iron Age British settlement because... Uh, I'll explain the story about the Romans and the ancient Britons um, later on. But they found this Iron Age uh, burial with with uh, weapons and um, gold and silver and all, all sorts of other items in it. And the sentries on duty started to report seeing these uh, figures, these um wild men in with the armor and fur and shields and swords and these were military sentries and it's recorded in the in the record books of the of the RAF station and the the, the figure apparently of this um, ancient britain um warrior was seen only four or five years ago by one of the guards at night at the guard point which is right next to uh, the area where the excavation was So um, that's so quite a even, that's quite a credible story. And when, when was that? How long ago was that? The most well, the first the sighting started after the excavation in 1943. Um, oh wow! And they've continued fairly regularly up until what you know, just a few, just a couple of years ago. And in fact, um, the particular guard post. Uh, entrance to you know there are several entrances to the airbase but that particular guard post is double manned and the reason that that's the only one that's double manned because it's not the main entrance gate but it's double manned because of all of the you know spooked sentries during the you know that have phoned up or run away or panicked or uh, and during in 1944 one of them took a pot shot at the at the figure he did Apparently so. Took, used his rifle and when challenged, he took a pot shot at it. But there we are. But I'll tell you the story of the Romans and the Celts um, when we come back after the break, because we're heading yeah. into a break fairly soon, according yeah, to my sure. uh, clock. Well, being on the phone, I don't have access to the chat, you see. I know. So. Yeah, we're good. We're about, you know, we're in the under the minute run mark here. Yeah. So. But it's all to do with Boudicca and Romans and Celts and all Ooh. that happened, I think we'll see. And that's got its I own ghosts. That's got its own ghost stories attached to it further down okay. on the island. All right. So we'll so come to we'll, them in a little while. Uh, yep, right after the break. Anyways, you're listening to uh, Ghost Chronicles International with Steve Parsons and Ron Kolick right here on Tojanet and Parrax Radio. And uh, we want to give a shout out to Ben, who's on, uh, who's filling in for Roy, who is out on vacation somewhere, guarding the border or something. I don't know what he's doing. But anyways, and we're brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Memorex Street, Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Gallant Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street, North Andover, Massachusetts. We'll be right back after the following messages. Welcome to Tokinet. 
Radio with a cutting edge. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. The creepy and the kooky, mysterious and spooky, the all talk ugly kooky, the Parrax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parrax family. They're strange. Unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew. It's time to rendezvous as we give the awards to the Parrax family. Welcome to the haunted island of Anglesey for part two of Ghost Chronicles International, where you're hosting New England. New England's own Van Helsing is safely tucked up, and I'm out here in the dark under a nearly full moon waiting for an apparition to appear. On location. That's what on we location. see. On location. Yeah. yeah um, outside. Um, and while we were on the uh, break, I saw a red light bobbling its way uh, down the path that I'm keeping an eye on. Uh, a single red light bobbling down the dunes or down the path. And it was a guy wearing a red head lantern. Ah. Ah, so there Is we he are. A ghost um, and no, I think he was on his way back from the pub. Well, was he but, walking straight or was he teetering um, a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> well, the path is, is is fairly uneven, so it was quite hard to say. Okay, yeah. Um, okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But yeah, I'm on the island of Anglesey. Sticking up for your fellow countrymen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's not necessarily my well, fellow countryman. Yeah, I, I, uh, I could be from anywhere. Um, yeah, I'm on the island of Anglesey in North Wales on vacation. Uh, picked up on a, a local, a recent hey, series wait a minute, of sightings. Wales, so he is your countryman. Uh, well, no, this is Wales. I'm English, remember, but I live in Wales. Uh, yeah, but you're all British. Yeah, we're all British. Um, so I'm about two hundred. <laughs> I'm about that much, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We have actually over the last um, two years, because each of the four nations has got their own rules now about uh, lockdown. Um, uh, real, really, it's showing up some serious divisions you know, between the different parliaments and assemblies and, um, but anyway, that's, 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 that's by day, by night, it all looks fairly similar. I'm about 200 miles north of where I normally am and, um, looking for this white apparition. And I'm on the, the, one of the, I mean, Anglesey, the island I'm on, uh, it's a fairly big island, you know, it's, it's, it's it's a fair old size. Um, it would I mean, take you. Want to you... give me an estimate, rest me, because I I picture it as uh, you know, not that big. It's about 
30 miles by 25 miles. Oh, it's a decent size piece so of it's land. A fa- it's yeah. a fair old size, but, you know, it's got three three uh, three uh, airfields on it. It's got hundreds and, you know, hundreds of, well, it's big. Um, but it, because it's always been separated from the mainland of Britain, or at least in, you know, uh, since the Ice Age, mm-hmm. Um, it's always been separate and there was no bridge until the uh, Victorian era. So crossings were made at very low tide across very treacherous sands or by boat. Mm-hmm. And it has a uh, maritime connection to Ireland because we're only d- uh, directly uh, 25 miles in a straight line from from uh, the west coast of Ireland. And you can see Ireland, you know, from um, from several of the um, cliff tops. But um, so so the island has been inhabited since um, the Stone Age, uh, but it was very uh, populous during the Bronze Age, and during when the Romans arrived, um, they wrote about the Celtic nation, uh, the Druids. And this is what this is the only written record we have of the Druids. And the Druids inhabited the holy island of Anglesey. And uh, they were such, because these, the Druids were really the, the priests and the, uh, the, they were leading the insurrection. They were the mullers of, of the Celts. You know, they were the, uh, the Ayatollahs of the Celts. And they were headquartered on Anglesey. And Anglesey is every field has got Bronze Age and Iron Age and Celtic um, archaeology on it. And there are still uh, free. There are still, you know, uh, Iron Age and Celtic villages that go back to, uh, you know, two and a half thousand years ago. Still, you can visit them. I put put a picture up last night of a burial chamber that we visited that was 2,500 BC. I saw that. That was pretty cool. And uh, so that, that's, you know, and that's not unique. That's not the only one. There are literally, there must be possibly 150 on the island. Mm-hmm. But so the Romans arrived in Britain um, 2,000 years ago. Julius Caesar arrived and he they, they they set up camp and they moved in but obviously the 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 uh, the natives didn't really and Boudicca um, or Bodicea as she's sometimes called kicked oh, yeah. off the queen right started, the queen and she yeah. started a rebellion yeah she's and, popular yeah yeah and while she was uh, burning down roman towns and cities and her army was thrashing the romans in battles the priests, the Druids upon Anglesey, um, were also, um, you know, they were uh, encouraging her, and they and the Romans decided to bring uh, their their big army from uh, where it was headquartered near London. They marched across Britain and pulled up on the on the mainland facing Anglesey, waited for the tide to go out. And they swam their horses and they, they made pontoon boats <laughs> and they they crossed the Menai Strait, which is about a half a mile of uh, open sea. But it's it's fordable at low water. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the Druids um, painted blue as they, you know, as oh, they portrayed. Like Braveheart. 
Well, in fact, the Braveheart um, face paint was based upon the Druid, um, and they used woad, which was a plant dye, and they would paint themselves blue and dye them, and they would go into battle naked. Yeah. And on the opposite, say the, as as the Romans were on the mainland side, the Druids were on the island. And they were they were naked and they were burying themselves and they were banging their swords and shields. And then the Romans came across and a huge battle um, and all the Druids were wiped out. And the Romans, but the uh, the Druids worshipped in these sacred um, oak groves. And the Romans leveled them. There were there were no trees left on the island after the Romans left. They burned all of the villages. They destroyed the 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 the, the, the druids. They wiped them out. And Tacitus records this, and this is how we know about the druids because he said he describes them as this so fierce and Tacitus tribal. Tacitus is uh, Roman. Uh, Tacitus was a Roman um, yeah um, scholar. Who record an historian who recorded uh, the you know the great events and this was a monumental event and uh, that and it's that's the only written record we have of the druids. You know that's pretty the, amazing too because I was just see, uh, watching a documentary on the defeat of uh, the famous uh, Celta guy or whatever Gaul guy. Uh, yeah, great, yeah, yeah, and. That was uh, also recorded in uh, Caesar's memoirs, of course. Mm-hmm. And so that was the only records we ever had of those early battles. But yeah, yeah that's that's you know the Romans did leave us with yeah. a lot of information. Well, we 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 would never have heard of the Druids except for Tacitus writing about them, and they were they were this was their holy. Anglesey was the holiest um, island in the whole of the Celtic, which stretched into France and the Gauls. And, mm-hmm. you know, this was their holy of holies. Right. And this, these, these Druids were their priestly class, the elite of uh, the Dru- uh, of the Celtic world. And uh, after they thrashed the Druids and burnt the, burnt the island, and then the Romans set off uh, back down south to deal with Boudicca. Boudicca. Yeah. And uh, she was defeated and disappeared from history. And then we became, um, well, we were uh, enslaved by the Romans for the next 400 years. No, you weren't uh, enslaved. Yeah. There's no such thing as slavery. It never happened. Well, you know, it only we, happens in the United States. So just well, we, f- well, well, funnily enough, because history is important. And I am also aware that I am on a ghost hunt. So I am constantly turning around and scanning this, this trackway. And that mist has 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 come. It's actually lowered a little bit. So there's two lamp uh, poles that Ah. light a light a small junction. And at the moment, the mist. So they're about twenty feet tall, and the mist is just on the top of them. So they're sort of casting a light through the mist, and really quite. Unfortunately, because I've got to talk on the phone, I can't use the camera on the phone at the same time. I know. I wish you could see what I could see. You know, if we, know. if it wasn't Ghost Chronicles Radio, um, but then there we are. Um, so I am, but we were talking about history and about um, slavery. We were, t- uh, this conversation I was having uh, two or three days ago and saying that how every, every nation 
even to the present day, still enslaves, uh, you, you know, uh, whenever there's a, um, a battle or a yep. takeover, yep. you know, um, we wouldn't have a Royal Navy. Oh, I'll tell you, oh, it's interesting. Um, right, so uh, yeah, up. yeah. Um, right now, dead overhead. Get that camera. The, well, right over my head as we speak, tracking nicely across the sky is the International Space Station. Oh, I don't like get a, a ghost. Big, well, it might, well, I thought at first it might be Jeff Bezos, but... <laughs> He's landed. But, <laughs> but it's... It, I mean, for those that haven't, haven't seen it yet, um, if you can imagine the bright... You know, when, when you see Mars or Jupiter then turn the brightness up a couple of more notches and it's it's like a big slow moving in fact it's right bang dead overhead now yeah. and there's three the, the reason we i did noticed ghost it tours at the, the lighthouse one times and and that's exactly what happened it showed up during the ghost tour and we were yeah. like pointed out and everybody looked at it. it was yeah that's it's an amazing thing to see really well, well to think that you know 130 miles above my head or is it four or five people that are on it at the moment who knows Probably Probably counting looking the, down. Counting the aliens or not counting the aliens? Well, you know, in 87... <laughs> here's the weird thing. In 87 minutes' time, they'll be back. <laughs> you know, um, they won't be as high, but in 87 minutes, they'll have, they'll have gone round and be back again. Yeah. And, you that know, what it takes 87 minutes or, to orbit? Yeah, the it's 87 minutes, apparently, it takes. At that particular uh, uh, orbit. The but... I mean, it looks like, you know, it's just traveling. You've seen it from the lighthouse. You, yeah, you, yeah. It looks, it just gracefully meanders slowly. You know, it takes two or three minutes to go across the sky. But it's actually doing many, many, many tens of thousands of miles an hour. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but everything's it, relative, Steve. Everything's relative. But there we are. I only noticed it because I just looked around and, you know, I noticed some yeah. two or three people pointing their smartphones at the sky. I thought, <laughs> because you were hoping all... it was a ghost, but it was just a dance. Well, everybody's <laughs> got these apps now, haven't they, that yeah. tell them, you know, what the satellites are and what, oh, the, sure. um, what the constellations are. <laughs> and, uh, oh, the bedroom lights have got, oh, hey, hang on. Uh, the bedroom lights are out. The, the last light has gone out in the haunted house. It was one of the upstairs bedroom lights has just winked out. What time out. is it there? Um, hang on. It's, uh, it's a little before quarter to midnight. Oh. So. Um, midnight but, witching hour is coming up. So just as we end the show, you, you'll be into the witching, witching hour. And I'll be heading to bed. <laughs> yeah, but you're still at the crossroads, right? Oh yeah, I'm still out. You can hear the there's some drunks now coming out of the pub. You probably hear them in the background. Uh, I did. That's good. <laughs> but I've just noticed it looking back towards the lamp poles uh, because the the way the light is, um, all the moths and there's two or three bats now joining in. You know, eating oh. the. So you've got these sort of zipping in and out of the lights, like little fleeting, flickering. Um, the, I suppose because you can't actually see the light. Um, you can just see the insects and the bats. They look like little fireflies darting in there. Here's an interesting thing that we saw last night when I was out, because as you know, this is night three of my ghost watch, mm -hmm. uh, my watching and waiting for the ghost to appear. Um, 
there's been because of the heat there's been um one of those rare algal um blooms on the ocean so yes. um yes you know how these ones uh, cause bioluminescence algae but that's fine well they create bioluminescence yeah exactly so the breaking waves around the rocks and onto the beach are all lit up from inside by this um, bioluminescence. This, so all of the um, looking across at the coast now, because uh, I'm about 50 yards away from the water's edge and all of the waves as they lap, because they're only small waves because the sea's nearly flat calm, but um, all of the all of the edges of the sea are highlighted in. Yeah, she had a nice time. Had a, <laughs> has, has got, <laughs> all happens. All, That's what happens when now. you go live on location. Yeah. <laughs> but there's um, all all of the water's edges sort of highlighted in this glowing blue green glow. Uh, do they do they close the pubs up at at midnight or anything? Do they have certain um, times? Yes, the pubs 10 uh, here, I think it is. Um, well, they stopped serving alcohol at uh, 11.30. And wow. then it's uh, people drink up and they, uh, unless it's a nightclub with entertainment, then they can stay open for you know, longer. Two, three. Yeah, two, They've three, actually, four, yeah. just recently, I, I read that they, that they discovered three uh, violas and shocks in the offer Australia. So that was interesting. So we've Whoa. got bio. We've got a bioluminescent wind picking up one. there. Uh, there's a breeze from time to time, just drifting in and out off the. Yeah, it's it sounded pretty pretty ominous right then. Just... I think it's just the way the microphone picks up. Oh, um, okay. okay. You wouldn't you wouldn't say there was there was any wind. You know, it's nearly nearly uh, flat calm. Right. It's it's very. It reminds me of that night you and I went down to the North Bridge. <sighs> yeah, that was nice. You know, because there was to a visit was, your your relatives. Yeah, but you remember there was a moon and it was yeah. calm and warm yep. and yeah. and there was that mist over the river as we stood on the North Bridge. Well, it's it the weather is the same, but obviously the the situation is very different. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a there's another couple of satellites now just going across the sky in a different direction to the space station, which is still <laughs> just about going to go out of sight in a minute. You know, we uh, we could have done this show like that guy on the thing. You know, you could have uh, took a, a some type of uh, you know broken radio and uh, you know uh, anybody there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it'd probably get about a million views on uh, YouTube or something. Yeah, not next to a pub full of drunks. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like not probably not the best idea in the world to do, but I don't see the point. And returning to ghost ghost watching because that's what you're doing, because that's what you do. You know, these what would be the point of a box? Yeah, I'd hear I'd hear weird noises and I and so I can go crazy for it. Yeah, and I could put it on Facebook Live and, you know, get mm-hmm. people following me and watching me and write OMG and yeah. WTF and Demon Scene. They'll, and They'll tell you what it says and, uh, yeah. yeah say, well, but yeah. but that's not ghost. They give you impressions of psychic impressions of what yeah. they see behind yeah. you. 
Oh yeah. And and you know, I'd get stars and likes and I'd probably be more popular and famous. But that's not what it's about. What it's about for me is um and if you're late tuning in, um when we arrived uh, on vacation on Saturday, I was talking to um one of the locals who told me that in recent weeks there has been um late at night but not sort of overnight so in, in the time when people are going back to their uh, holiday accommodation people have seen a white misty figure on a trackway uh, that surrounds the bay on the water's edge and so for the last three nights i've made a point of coming down onto the trackway where to a vantage point where i can see all around to see if i can see for it see it for myself because it, by doing that, then hopefully I would gain an understanding of what it is that these people, because I'm in the same place that those people were when they claim to have had the yeah. sighting. Um, the weather conditions are the same. So I'm giving myself the very best opportunity of having the same experience and then gaining an understanding of the experience. And that's what ghost hunting and ghost watching really is all about. Because, I, I have a question for you, Steve, because it's something yeah. you just said. And, and so you said they claim to see the mist, right? Yeah. That well, they claim words. to see the white misty figure. Claim to see. But couldn't you have just said this is where people have said they saw a white mist? Well, I, I, it's doesn't by thing. adding the word claim seem like it's it's disingenuous? No, because I, I I didn't speak to the witness directly. Oh, okay. Um, I get it. I get it. If I'd spoken to them and had it first person, mm -hmm. then I could say that they told me or they said. Yeah. But but there is an intermediary, and I don't know whether I get anything's it. been added or whether it's been embellished. Um, so Cause, I can only because I notice that, that a lot of skeptics will throw that in, even <clears throat> when they they interview someone first person. Yeah, and they say things like the reputedly haunted house. Yeah. Or now I've always said a house can't be reputedly haunted. It is a, because <laughs> if you look at what 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 a haunted, uh, if you look at the definition, then if somebody sees or has an experience in that place then it conforms to the definition of haunted. Therefore, it immediately becomes haunted. So it's either haunted or not haunted. So you can't have reputedly haunted, mm -hmm. but reputedly is added by skeptics, or indeed it's added by, by the modern ghost hunters who try to appear to be objective. Skeptical. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, oh, we're not fooled. You know, so we're going to this reputedly haunted house. No, it's a haunted house because people have had experiences there that are um, that conform to mm -hmm. the definition of a haunting. So um, it's something I've. It's one of those rants that I, you know, get on my soapbox about periodically. No, I, I agree with you. That's why I picked picked you up <clears> on it because I was trying to get what you were saying out of it and and yeah. and how and I wanted to bring that up too. You know, because a lot of people say claims to be haunted or or you know, it's like they, if you're interviewing they they think it's haunted or you know, yeah. it's it's not and you yeah. you know not reputed. I, that's what they believe. When, when I when I speak to somebody, then they tell me. Uh, that mm -hmm. they've had a sighting but when right. when there's an intermediary yeah i understand I, now yeah yeah um it's difficult to know if they because stories get embellished 
And we talked about this a little earlier on the show. And so there is a claim that somebody saw. So I'm not talking about the first person. The, The person I spoke to said that some you know claimed that somebody had um yeah it's a it's a quirk of language that's all mm-hmm. um so that's what i'm doing and that's what i'll probably be doing for the next two nights because we're here until saturday we leave so on saturday we're, we're heading down to the end of the show i i just yeah. uh, any 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 anything strange or anything uh, no to report um, so far. Absolutely. Well, there was the the bobbling red light, um, yeah. which turned out to be one of the happy campers going back. There's, yeah. um, uh, it's all quiet in the haunted house. The, the moon is actually moved. You know, during the hour we've been on air, the moon, the moon is now positioned itself directly above the haunted house, which is now oh, in full cool picture. It's in full silhouette. At the moment. Yeah, you got to take a picture of that when you're done. As soon as I when when I come off air, I'll uh, yeah. I'll, I'll grab a picture. I don't have a snap that baby. Um, I'll upload that maybe tomorrow. But um, awesome, awesome. But yeah, I'm I'm sorry to report that for three nights running, the apparition has failed to materialize for me. Well, you know, I they're not trained monkeys, so you know that's the well, way it is. The lady said that it didn't, you know, that these sightings weren't nightly at, you know, 10 o'clock. And she mm-hmm. said over the past few weeks, there have been a number of people have come in um, and said that they had seen a white misty figure on the trackway. Uh-huh. Uh, she didn't say it was every night. She didn't say which particular night, but she did mention a time mm-hmm. um, uh, or a time slot. Here, so, yeah, slot, right. Exactly. So I've been so, down here now, you know, each night, um, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and now. So tonight's actually the fourth night. Oh, wow. At that, in that time slot, with a you know a hot drink and um, watched and just hey, sat with the pub pub right there, you're having a hot drink. Well, it's the funny thing is when you when when the weather is so hot and then it drops yep. down to it drops from ninety to seventy, you start mm-hmm. needing to put a jumper on. Um, oh, really? Know, yeah. Because For those you know, in the your states, bo- a jumper is a sweater, by the way. Yeah, I mean, because your body suddenly thinks it's 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 fifteen degrees cooler. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you you still serve your beer hot in the in the UK? Uh, we serve it at room temperature. Yeah, that's hot. But we have we have <laughs> we have cold beers on draft. Oh, you do. Which are, but we call them lagers. Oh, okay. So um, we have ales. And mm-hmm. stouts, and they're served at room temperature. Mm-hmm. And we have draft beers, which are served icy cold, and but then we call them lager or okay, lager fair beer. Enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, you know, you're getting me all excited. I, I really have got to put this on my bucket list to get over there. Oh, Don, is the bell? The, that means the ghost has only got two yeah. minutes to show up. <laughs> Deliveroo from yeah, Deliveroo from the dead has arrived. <laughs> Do you have Deliveroo in America? Deliveroo? Yeah, what is it? Deliveroo is one of these. Uh, they they deliver food from all of the you know restaurants, pizza chains, fast oh, they food have, chains. They have apps like that. They have different ones. Yeah. Have, well, over here yeah. it's called Deliveroo, so you, you can call it or or Uber Eats. Yeah, they have all um, different ones, have, really. Yeah. yeah, you can have uh, Deliveroo from the dead now. You can get you liquor. Can get, you can get auto liquor and have liquor. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's yeah. it's now liquor from the dead or pizza yeah, from the, the dead, dead or chicken wings from the dead or <laughs> some dead. 
Yeah, McDonald's from the dead. Yeah, there you go. But anyway, McDonald's all right. From pizza from the dead. So we, you know, I have got this article that I have been wanting to talk about, and I was going to do it on Monday show, and uh, I ended up having a, a psychologist come on the show, <laughs> and uh, instead, so. Um, then uh, I was going to talk to you about you. It's all about Edison and uh-huh. uh, Edison and his uh, his fascination with the ghost and spirit, which is kind of overlooked at times, or in a lot of cases, blown out of proportion. Oh yeah, blown out of all proportion. And, and but Tesla too. Tesla too. Yeah, but this this one on Edison I found interesting. I, I'd like to talk to you well, about maybe, it. Maybe, maybe maybe next week. Well, I'll be back in the office next week. Yeah, okay. All right, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, you've been listening to Ghost Chronicles International, Steve Parsons, live from Anglesey Island in the UK, uh, actually Wales. And uh, we're brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrick Street, Methuen, Massachusetts, the Glant Messenger Family Law Group, 15 High Street, North End, Dover, Massachusetts. And our good friends on Patreon, including Anna LaRoche, uh, Craig DeGroote, uh, Sue Brown and oh, Quinn Doobie. <laughs> I always forget that one. <laughs> See you next week. Stay safe, Steve. Let me Good know night. if you catch that ghost, will you? I will. I will. Good night. Good night. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.